Yeah, cool. Yeah, thank you for coming on and hanging out and chatting Thanks and you know, talking me. about yeah. your music. Absolutely. I love how nervous people yeah. get like before because we're like, we're gonna come on and just chat about the music. Do I, do I need to like study or I'm like, mm. no, no, we're just <laughs> it's about we're just you. Talking like, about it's, you. it's stuff that you, you got going know, on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the one that feels nervous. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, no. I am um, Jalen Brown for Lioness. <laughs> Always wanted to do that. <laughs> Today we're talking with Miss Jalen Brown. We're going to talk about Take It Easy, her most recent EP. We'll congratulate her for her scholarship to go to the Berkeley College of Music in Valencia, Spain, and how a little bit of family rivalry pushed her musicality to the next level. Thank you for tuning in, and this is Miss Jalen Brown. Welcome to Liner Notes, where we let Richmond artists tell you about their music, their inspirations, and how they make the soundtrack to the city of Richmond, Virginia. Everybody, this is Miss Jalen Brown. Hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we were joking downstairs that I was going to do an intro where I was like, you know, She's a singer, she studied opera, da da da, and also is averaging 28.5 points a game for the Boston Celtics. That's true. You, you so mean? that was you, okay. Yeah. See, at 27 great, right? last no, night. I'm doing my thing out here. Hustling, no. On stage and the court. I like that. And I like that you slightly change your name yeah. just for, you know, for both, but you don't change it enough that where people can't pronounce exactly. it the same. Exactly. It's very, uh, it's very thoughtful of you. If you put the miss on Google, you find my music. Mm -hmm. If you don't, you find my basketball play. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did actually play basketball for seven years. Um, and my first team that I ever played on, the rec team, was called the Celtics. So that's my favorite team. Did you wear the same number? No, I oh. wore number 12 for a really long time, actually. Number 12. Um, but, no. no. It's just crazy. When he joined the Celtics, I was like, it's destiny. It's like, you know, you go through life thinking that you have a unique name or like, like, I'm not oh, that no, people think. Oh, no, there are too think, many Jalen's. No, okay, sure. there are no, so they, many Jalen's. There's a lot of Browns, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Hey, cool boy, what makes Here RVA so cool? There are like so many things that make Here RVA cool. Like ones that just like cool, nice people that really care about each other and the city and the people and the music. Like they're trying to keep people informed with the blog and the newsletter. They are trying to connect fans and musicians with the mixed taste quiz. You know, if people don't know, how can they support you? So you have to make the people know. The podcast, Liner Notes, is very cool. I don't know if you know about it. They show up at all the events around the city and they're like talking to people about Richmond music. It's just, you know, a very cool thing. Not like a cult at all. I'm going to go to herrva.com, subscribe to their newsletter, read their blog articles, look at all of their liner notes episodes, and just, you know, be a cool fangirl for Here RVA. Good, because I'm going to check on you and make sure your name's on the registry. I'm watching you now. Alright, cool. Well... Hi, Miss Jalen Brown. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Here RVA Studios. That's super cool. Yeah, there's definitely some interesting stuff going around. Uh, and for people at home that are watching, there is definitely Miss Jalen Brown stuff in the background. So mm. be on the look for that as well. We'll talk about some of it. <laughs> How are you doing this morning? 
I'm doing great. Yeah? Yeah. Got some good sleep and I'm all clean and stuff. That's so. good. I got clean too. That's mm -hmm. good. It's yeah. always good when you go in public and you're clean. Mm, yes. Please <laughs> be clean in public. Just as a rule to anybody that's paying attention out there, Miss Jalen Brown suggests you be clean. Please. Thank you. Thank you. It's a moment of silence for those that were not clean. <laughs> um, so, okay, so I wanted to talk to you because today is supposed to be the last show of the Ghost Quartet. Yes. But it is not. No. Can you explain what it is, why it got extended? Um, well, Ghost Quartet is a musical by Dave Malloy um, about love, death, and whiskey. And it basically takes four generations in that storyline and kind of intertwines them. And we're all these different people in different times. But we were selling out almost every weekend. And so um, they extended the run. It's at Firehouse Theater. I don't know when this is going to get published. I don't either. So it will probably be done. Probably. By I think time. this, yeah, this yeah. will be in March sometime. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's been a great experience. It's just four people in the cast um, and a pianist. But we're all playing our own instruments. I'm playing guitar on stage. Um, and cajon um, and spoons, actually. So, were you already good at the spoons, or did you have to no, get good at the spoons? I had to get good at the spoons because they got me syncopating and singing. Like, I'm singing like on the beat, but the spoons are syncopated, so it's like you became Jay Dilla, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> Jay Dilla, Miss Jay Dilla, that's me. Oh, wow. Well, con congrats on uh, selling out and getting an extended run. Mm, you. you do a lot of work, at, from what I can see, at different types of venues around the city. You know, Ghost Quartet is at Firehouse Theater. I've seen you perform at museums, uh, breweries, coffee houses, front porches. Richmond Symphony. Richmond Symphony. So, yes, exactly. Yeah. Why are you so versatile? Why does your music fit in so many spaces? It probably starts with my opera training, okay. honestly. I, um, well, actually, it goes back further than that. My parents were big on music. They actually met doing ballet. My grandparents met in the choir. So, like, I started with music in my life. Went through school. I, my first instrument was violin. Then I played the cello, then piano, and then I sang. Um, or at least, you know, with lessons and things. And um, started learning guitar in high school while I was in show choir. And I auditioned for VCU, not knowing that I was going to be studying opera. And, you know, it just kind of worked out that way. What did you think you were going to be studying when you applied to VCU? Just my own kind of music, jazz, um, maybe honing my writing skills. But my first voice lesson was with Dr. Wood, Dr. Kenneth Wood. And he was like, yeah, no, we don't do that here. I was like, okay, well, I'm here already, so I might as well <laughs> keep going. Um, and I graduated in 2020 with that, so. Congrats. Um, thank you. But through all of that, I was still writing my own music, doing open mics. My brother is huge in the open mic scene. Um, my twin brother, Jonathan Brown. He's fantastic. Um, songwriter, guitarist. He's actually why I started playing guitar. Um, and he's big on folk and country influence, and so like that sort of creeped in as well. So there's just so many different things, influences, and ideas coming at me from different angles, and that just informs my art. Well, that's dope. Speaking about your brother, because you said that music's always been in your life, so having a brother that is also doing music, like, that yeah. makes sense to me. What was, like, the trajectory of instruments in the house? Like, you said mm. you started with violin, yeah. and, then you, and then eventually you went to guitar. Yeah. 
was I guess like his always guitar and then you got pulled into that gravity did you influence each other's instruments well actually he started with ballet um, so he wasn't even playing an instrument for a while and then around fifth grade maybe sixth grade he started playing guitar um, and I was really focused on the piano but like I felt like he was doing better than me and we're twins <laughs> just for people who don't know who's um, older who's, mm, he is by oh, 12 minutes okay all right he actually are you salty about that I was supposed to come out first, actually, um, but I was apparently taking my time, and he pushed me out of the way mm -hmm. and like ripped my placenta in the process because oh. his, you know, his his placenta broke first, and like I was stuck in there because I wasn't ready to come out. Twelve minutes, you know. Which is why your EP is called "Take It Easy." Actually. I haven't made that connection yet, but oh, maybe. Okay. Maybe, because I didn't even cry when I came out. Um, I wasn't. I was breathing. I was fine, but I wasn't crying. Just so, very calm. And... Very there. I was like, "What's happening? This wasn't supposed to happen yet." Ready, ready to, <laughs> ready to get the experience of the world. Yeah, but um, but yeah, no. Jonathan's guitar playing is what made me want to start playing guitar, because um, I saw that he was good at it, and I wanted to be good at guitar too. You know. A little bit of sibling rivalry. Yeah. I feel you. He wouldn't teach me, though. He tried, and then we started arguing. And then I was like, you know, this isn't working. <laughs> I, yeah, I've learned that you can't really learn anything from somebody that's too close to you. Yeah. I mean, you can sometimes, you but... You can, but... Mm, patience runs thin. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's for funny. Sure. So when you got into singing, because you said that that was later, mm. you know... That's a choice that you made is like, I, I think I want to work on this some. Yeah. Was there like some music that inspired that? Did you just feel like it was the next progression in your in your musicality? Well, honestly, I've, I just loved it. So like I've always loved singing from like as so since before I can remember, I loved singing. Um, but in terms of pursuing it and like in choir and going to Allstate and stuff like that, that didn't happen until fifth grade. Mm -hmm. Which was really fun. I, I didn't even know there was Allstate for elementary school kids until somebody was like, do you want to do this thing? And I was like, yeah. I um, didn't know that until you just said that. And I was in choir in elementary school, which means somebody didn't tell me. Oh, dang. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. It's all good. Because okay. you're running all of this. Like, y'all are, are out here, you know? No, it's all fun. Um, but, so yeah, once, you know, once I got into choir and I was, I just loved it. And I didn't stop until I started playing basketball more regularly, actually. Um, and that was in seventh grade. And I got to high school and I tried to do basketball and show choir. And my parents made me choose because it's too much. I was running from games to concerts and then back to games. And it was, no, I chose singing. I was much better at singing than playing basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have yeah. a nice jump shot or like what was your Oh, my jump shot's good. Okay. Um, but I had court anxiety. And so like when I was on the game... Like, if somebody passed me the ball, I wouldn't know what to do. Because mm. would, I would lose it. I was a really good practice player. Because, um, like, drills and stuff, you know, I can do a good one-on-one. -on -one, but if the clock starts... That's mm -mm. funny. Because I would, I would have kind of pegged you for being a clutch person. You know, anybody that can get up on stage and, like, the, and demand the kind of attention that you do with your performance. And, I mean, you have the training as well. Now, you didn't have that training in 7th grade and 8th grade. But... I kind of assume that, you know, if you have confidence in one thing, you, it might roll over. So that's surprising to hear. Yeah. 
Well, without the ball, it was great. You know, like de on defense, I was fucking it up. Locked Excuse down. me, I don't know if I can cuss on this you can show. Do okay, you yeah, want, no, yeah. I was fucking it up with the defense. I was throwing elbows, and yeah, no, so you can box fouling out. out of games. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I can box out. I can get the rebound. I can pass it away from me. But if somebody's expecting me to shoot the ball, it's not gonna. So you're Ben not Simmons, not Jalen Brown. I don't know who Ben Simmons is. Oh, we gotta we gotta brush you up on your on your NBA. We'll take yeah. we'll take care of that later. Cool. That's cool. all right. That's all right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ben. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. Hey, cool boy. Can you tell me where I can learn more about Richmond music? The newsletter is like super helpful from the here RVA. If you go to their website and like just put your email in. You get all the cool events from the city. They even put in the new music for you to check out from local artists. Global artists even. Plus, you can always see the cool content that here RVA is creating. They got like blog stuff that's really awesome and intriguing. They got liner notes, which by the way you're listening to. And they also got cool things that just like, they just make stuff up sometimes. It's really cool. You have to tap in. It's a bi-weekly newsletter, so like it doesn't even spam you that much. And I don't know what accent this is anymore, but I'm the cool boy. I'll talk to you later. Thanks, cool boy. You're the best. I wanted to also kind of talk to you because, by the way, congratulations on uh, getting your scholarship. And I'm going to read this because this is a very long title. Yes. The Master of Music in Contemporary Performance at Berklee College of Music's Valencia, Spain campus. Yes. And this is going to be for the 2023-2024 year. Yes. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. How did this come about? It, T um, tell me about it a little bit. Well, actually, I've always wanted to go to Berkeley. Um, that was my first choice when I was applying to undergrad. And I was literally sitting in front of the computer with the application on my screen, and I got scared. And I just didn't do it. I just didn't apply. Um, and so when the opportunity came around, I saw it. came across my Instagram feed or something. I guess they knew I wanted to go to a master's program. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to Spain. I'm just going to fuck around, find out. And I... Got it, you know? And I, I told myself I wasn't going to go if I didn't get a scholarship, though. Because uh, I, I mean, I know the quality of my art. I know my worth. And I'm not going to pay $50,000 to go to school. No. Not yeah. unless somebody's helping me. And that's why I'm doing a fundraiser. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've got six concerts planned so far. My first concert is February 25th at um, First Universalist Unitarian Church um, over near Bird Park. And then I'll be at uh, Curitiba Art Cafe up in Fredericksburg. And then after that, the list is on my computer. It's okay. You um, can get us the yeah, list. No, we'll we'll put it in list. the graphics. It's yeah, all good. Yeah. But um, no, it's it's been really cool to see the support that I'm getting from everyone. You know? Yeah. Um, and the same thing happened with my undergrad degree. I... Um, I was like, I wasn't going to be able to finish unless I did a fundraiser or took out loans. Um, and so I hosted a series of spiritual concerts and raised $16,000 so I could get my degree. That's pretty solid. Yeah. So cool. I like the idea of, you know, you're, you're, you're fundraising for this thing that you want to go do, but it's also doing what you love, doing shows. But I mean, 
this is not kind of the first time that you've done a fundraising event kind of thing. I mean, I remember when uh, Fox Elementary burned down. Yeah. You were part of the Banding Together performance over at the Broadbury. Mm -hmm. I mean, the list of people that was on there is too much for me to remember right now. Yeah. But uh, what was that experience like? I mean, you always seem to be kind of tapped into you helping the community in different ways. But like, what was Banding Together and being with those artists like? Um, it was actually really interesting. It was my first time doing a show with kids. Um, the two girls that went on before me were, I think they were, one was in middle school and one was like a freshman in high school. Maybe younger than that, but they were fantastic. I was like, what was I doing in high school, you know? I mean, maybe I was cool, but I wasn't that cool, you know? Um, so it was just a nice experience and it was nice to be a part of just the Richmond community and like seeing it come out for a really good cause, you know? Now, I I walked by Fox for the first time, when I, you know, after it burned down, and I was like, holy shit. Like, I can't imagine, like, if that was my school, I can't imagine how I'd feel, you know? So being able to support in that way, like, giving my voice, you know, it was great. It was awesome. That's really cool. I, I'm glad that there's, you know, artists in Richmond and people, like, venues in Richmond that are kind of looking out for stuff like that. Yeah. I think that Richmond's... Not, I don't, I don't want to say unique in that way, but we definitely do that now. I think with like the music scene. I mean, Gallery Five is all over the place. You performed there. Oh, that's like my hometown. Like Gallery Five. Like if I wasn't from Richmond, I'd say I was from Gallery Five. You know, I just, I love it there. I love the people. Prabir is my favorite, um, and he's actually helped guide me through a lot in this past year, like with releasing Take It Easy and you know, how to manage myself as an artist. He's just been really helpful. Well, that's good yeah. to hear, because uh, he's actually going to be a guest on this really? season as well of Liner Notes. Yeah, we're going to be interviewing him next week, or in two weekends. Yeah, he's so, great. That's cool to hear. Hey, cool boy. I'm a musician, and I got a new album coming out. How can I tell everybody about it? Oh, babies, that's very easy. All you have to do is go to hiavie.com, and there's this part that's like, submit your music. And you put in all the details about your music, you know, like a cover image, who you are, what your social media tags are, and stuff like that, when the album's coming out. And here RVA will put it every Friday in their new music posts on the Instagram and the Facebook. And oh, people see it. It's great. They know about you. They know about the cool music. Thanks, cool boy. I'm going to go to herevva.com right now. I did want to kind of dig into this, though. So for those, I'm going to hold it up so we can see this at home. So this is Take It Easy, Miss mm -hmm. Jalen Brown's EP, her latest EP. We were actually playing it before, uh, everybody, before you got here so that everybody could kind of be in the mode and the spirit. Um, and I think it went over very well. Tell me, besides you not wanting to be born, why did you <laughs> name it Take It Easy? Um, and, and why include so much poetry? Like, it definitely was an intentional point to put poetry on this EP. Yeah, well, actually, it was, take it easy, I can't tell you, honestly. It's just something I say all the time. Um, and it's something that I hear all the time. I don't know if it's like a Virginia thing or a Southern thing, but just the idea of, you know, someone parting from you and saying, take it easy, you know? Don't, it's, it's like, it's like telling them don't let anything it whatever it is don't let it get to you because it's not you know so it was originally it was originally like seven tracks 
and it was supposed to be like a spring theme, you know, and it, I mean, it got released in the summertime, so yeah, deadlines gets pushed back, but Khalil and Kenny, I um, met them at this event. I don't know if you guys know B-Love. Mm-hmm. He does this thing called Pillows and Poetry, and that was the first time I had met Kenny. I had already known Khalil for a while, and they, it was just perfect. Like, their set was, and I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I need this. This is what it needs. You know, so I cut my other four songs. Um, and now I have just you and me fishing, take it easy. And then um, me, well, me and Khalil collaborated. Um, I We sort of just talked about what I wanted the poem to be about. And then he wrote. And I made a little guitar part. And like he continued writing to it. Um, but Kenny already had a poem that was perfect. Right, Cups? Me and Jonathan were actually just talking about it the other day. She says, um, she refers to love as if it's folded laundry. What? (laughs) The imagery. (laughs) You know, so it was just, it was perfect. It was perfect timing. Um, It wasn't intentional at all. Um, Just destiny. I love destiny. I liked listening to, to the EP because it feels very like, polished and clean and there's I like a lot of space in music sometimes like just leaving space for things and I like that but I also really liked going back to the previous EP that you had because there was like a couple songs that there's an older version and then a newer version that's on take it so I liked hearing the progression and and you perform a lot how does doing these songs doing them over and over seeing reaction how does that change what the song is for you like how you perform it in the end or well it really changes just based on how I'm feeling and what I've experienced since the last time I performed it. So you and me, you know, I kind of originally wrote that for myself just because I was in a, I was in a weird place. I had moved back in with my mom, you know, I was actually, and actually I recorded that first album in my car. You know, I didn't even have a lot of resources. So um, in the car? In my car. My little 2003 Hyundai Elantra. I've always joked that I was going to record vocals in a car. Cause it's I, good. I feel like I never rap better than in a car. <laughs> but I, okay, so you brought a laptop in, I'm assuming. Yeah, and... and a portable interface and my mic. And I drove over to, um, there's a cemetery, like the other cemetery, not Hollywood Cemetery, but the one right next to it. And I was like, just uh, parked on the cliff, it's okay, whatever. I don't I, spend much time in cemeteries. I, you know, honestly, it's a really nice space. Um, I've heard that. I've yeah, not Hollywood Cemetery. I don't really is like Is it Hollywood Evergreen? Cemetery. It's not Evergreen, No, is it? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Uh, but, uh, graphics, can you uh, take care of that thing? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, There'll be something that pops up on the screen that's like, they meant this. They meant, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's just a really nice cliff that looks over the James. Um, and I was like, well, this is, this is perfect. I'll just, and it's quiet. So people don't come out there often. So yeah, but you know, nowadays you and me, like, I I guess it's still for myself, but I've been through a few different relationships and I've met new friends. And so, you know, it's kind of expanded to not just like you is everybody, Mm. you know what I'm saying? It's you isn't just like my future self and me, but it's all of the people that I care about in me. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm i going to just say the lyrics. Come run away with me. We'll find out what we need. This world was made for you and me. You know, it kind of speaks for itself. But that's the only song that 
I've um, sort of reprised in that way because, mm. um, you know, I had the intro and the outro. But the full version just kind of brought it all, literally brought it all together. <laughs> um, and it was just a good fit. So, yeah. The packaging on this. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to pull this out here so we can all see it. Uh, you know, we're in a digital age now. Vinyl is coming back. Cassettes are coming back. But people mostly aren't buying physical copies of things anymore. Yeah. But I like how you put this together. You put together like a digipack that's able to open up. You have here a scan code, which I'll hold up so everybody can see it. A little scan code here so that you can check out the album. And you put a nice little note in here. It's thoughtful, in my opinion. And it gives somebody something to have physically. Mm. What was your goal in kind of putting your packaging together for this EP? Like, um, Well, honestly, Premiere helped me a lot with this. You know, having some, like you said, have people like to have something physical, but they're not necessarily, nobody has CD players like that anymore, you know. People are collecting vinyls, but, you know, they're expensive and it takes a really long time to get them in. But I still love the way it looks and I love the way it feels because I started collecting vinyls recently. So it just fit, you know, and then, and it comes with a poster. There's a poster back there. I can pull another Ooh, one out. Yeah. Um, I put all the lyrics together and it's the same picture that's on the cover. Um, Canva. Huh? Canva. They should sponsor me. Yeah, they should sponsor. Every, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get some sponsors out of this yeah. show. <laughs> um, so, you know, and it, it just, people like it, you know. It was really nice during my release party. It's, you know, because people could walk away with more than just a memory. Yeah. You know, so it was nice. And, you know, you got to sell merch. It's a great way for artists to make money. So if you want one, they're for sale, $10. You get a poster. You get a free button when you buy a DigiPack. I technically can't sell the Whitney Houston buttons, but I can give them away for free. So. <laughs> oh. Because it's, you know, I'm not yeah, making money off sure, of it. Sure, sure, I got you. See what I'm saying? It's like, it's like how they were selling weed in D.C. for a while. They couldn't sell weed, but they could sell they you a $65 juice. Exactly. With a gift of some weed. Exactly. <laughs> Solid. I love our laws in America. Isn't it great? Uh, <coughs> yikes. Uh, <laughs> it's actually horrible, but... Yeah, here. I don't know if you pick up on sarcasm at home, uh, but that was a thing. Yeah. Hey, cool boy. That's a cool sweatshirt. Where'd you get it from? Oh, you're checking out my new liner notes hoodie? Wow, thank you for noticing. It's very comfortable and cost-efficient. Plus, I'm helping to fund the next season of liner notes, which I think is going to be amazing because, like, the last one was good, and this one is so far is really good. I like it. I hope you like it. Hey, cool boy, do they only have hoodies? They have t-shirts, they have crew neck shirts, and the variety of colors is like mind-boggling. It's not as many as the rainbow, but it's a couple. And like the really cool thing is they have like all the sizes, whether you be like a really, really tiny person or like a medium-sized child or like a large child or like a little adult or like a medium adult or like a large adult or, or like an extra large adult. Oh, that's super cool. I'm gonna go to hearrba.com right now and get me a liner notes t-shirt. Yeah, when you get your gear, come back here to this corner and we'll hang out and look super cool together, okay? So we talked a couple days ago mm. and you were very excited because you recently got a new member of the family. Would you like to talk about that? So I got rid of three guitars to get this new guitar. 
and she's amazing. I've played her every day since I got it. Um, Pearl, my electric hollow body, she's a little jealous, but it's fine. She'll be okay. Um, but it's my first classical guitar. And uh, the re honestly, the reason I've been playing it so much is because I started learning a new piece where it's, it's class for classical voice and guitar. And my director was like, I'm using it for recital. And my director was like, you know, I can get you an accompanist if you need. I was like, no, I got this. I got this. And I, you know, I, I don't read mu I don't read music with guitar very well. So I had to go through and turn everything into tabs. And then I can read the rhythm based off of that. You know what I'm saying? But that took about five hours. And now I know it. And I was like, Fuck yeah! So it's great. No, it's been really great. I still don't have a name for the guitar. My dro, my drummer says I should name him Idris, like Idris Elba, because he's brown skin. But um. <laughs> also, you'd like to cradle him in your arms. Don't get me started. Okay, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like half the room was like, yeah, name yeah, Idris. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Um, is that? I'm, ex I'm expecting we'll see that guitar at some live shows in the future. Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah, probably on the 25th, <laughs> honestly. Because all of the songs that I used finger picking on, I didn't realize how much, how similar it was to classical technique. Um, so I have a new song that's coming out soon called Not You. It's, it sounds a lot like Leanne Havis, who actually was trained classically. Which, you know, you know, I'm just now seeing that correlation, actually. So it makes sense that, you know, I'm sort of drifting into classical technique because she is one of my bigger influences. So, like, I I started playing that on the new guitar, and it was just like, well, that's what it's supposed to be. That's what it's supposed to be, you know? Um, so it's definitely going to be going to be with me for the next few performances. Sick. I can't wait to hear it. Hey everybody, it's a cool boy here telling you about all the cool things the HIRVA has going on on the website. Have you ever heard of the HIRVA Mistest Quiz? Wow, what a phenomenal piece of technology they've created. You go to the HIRVA website, that is HIRVA.com, and you answer like a six question quiz, you know, like one of those kind of BuzzFeed style quiz, you know, which Harry Potter house are you in? Or like, you know, are you Spider-Man or Captain America? Those kinds of quizzes. Well, you do one, it's very quick, and you get a Richmond music playlist that fits your specific vibe. So maybe you want to go out on the town and have like a really cool, exciting night with the girls and you're pumping your fist. Man, that's a playlist for that. Anyway, whatever your vibe is, be cool with it. Cool boy, signing out. A pieces. I think the last time that I saw you perform was at Doe Eyes uh, Christmas party or holiday yeah. party. I had a lot of fun, by the way. I don't know if you remember, but Ryan and I were dressed up in like Christmas onesies and things. Like we were the only ones like decked out in, in green and, and red and stuff. So we probably stood out. But matter of fact, mean, I had a little hat on. I had the little elf hat on. Yeah, I was, I was Buddy the Elf. So funny. Yeah. Y'all are hilarious. Shit happens. Um, no, but you gotta have the spirit, you know? Right? I heard it was a holiday party. It was doe-eyes. I thought we were going all out. And you know what? The place looked amazing. Great. And y'all yeah. fit right in. Booyah. There you go. How was that? Because you, you were performing. Uh, yeah. Your brother was with you, right? Mm -hmm. And tell me, like, how was that being on stage with him, performing in front of all those people? Well, honestly, my I, I was like at 70% voice 
I was so just physically exhausted. Um, well, that's impressive then if that was 70%. So, you know, good you. for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, but that's why I had Jonathan on. So, um, I mean, that and he's freaking amazing. And I love singing with my brother. Like, we, we actually started a duo back in, like, 2016. And we were playing in, like, breweries and stuff up in Tappahannock. And, you know, we had this... It was... We were still button heads. You know, we weren't necessarily at, like, the lovey-dovey sibling phase. That happened in 2018. And, like, there's no turning back. I love my brother. So singing with him is always a treasure. Um, just because it doesn't happen as often anymore. And he, like, we don't even get to see each other perform that often because he's always doing shows and I'm always doing shows. And then Joe, you know, having a drummer finally, like a, a regular drummer, to be with me on all of my shows has been elevating. Um, and I know we're going to talk about band stuff later, but this... Like, Joe actually helped me produce Take It Easy, you know, so he's he sat with my music for a while. Um, and then Jonathan, you know, we've sang together so much that our harmonies, like, you know, people call it blood harmony, so it you, you know what that means, you know? So, like, just that little trio is so fun. It's so perfect. This is actually a perfect time to talk about the band. You know, we're talking yeah. about, like... You know, working with somebody consistently, you know, and, and them knowing your music more. Yeah. Does that allow you to be a little more free or yeah. anything like that on stage? Absolutely. So Steve Boone plays guitar with me. And I mean, he's fantastic. So like this is this is some of the first times. These are some of the first times that I can actually just sing, which is different. It's really different in a good way, because I I've always been just behind my guitar, me and me and my guitar, you know, doing the thing. But, like, on the Shaco sessions, for Take It Easy specifically, is, you know, just because of how the chords move, I'm always, like, hyper-focused on, like, not fucking up. To where, you know, at the beginning, I was like, Steve, I'm just going to let you play, and I'm just going to sing it. And it was so easy. Look at that, it's easy, you know? <laughs> um, so I love it. I think it's great. My goal is to get to a point where you know, I'm playing guitar like 50% of the time. And also, I want to be able to write with my band as opposed to just my music, it's our music. Because they're fantastic musicians. Oh, Calvin Presents, Sir Rome, Mark McCutcheon, Steve Boone, and Joe. Joe. I'm not going to say his nickname on, on air. He'd hate me for it. But it's, it's just great. Great. You look like you had a lot of fun during the Shaco Sessions Live. Oh, yeah. You look like you had a lot of fun. Yeah. That was the most fun I've had in a, I mean, aside from roller skating. That was the most <laughs> fun I'd had in a really long time. It's, I mean, it was just a really special opportunity. Um, Prabir helped me set that up, too, in the N-word. We, you know, and it just, and actually, funny connection, my mom's a pediatrician. She's a newborn pediatrician, and she took care of one of the guys, one of his babies from Inuria Studios, um, Carlos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my mom took care of his baby. Dang, Richmond's small, yo. <laughs> so small. Uh, RBA baby, best pediatrician in Richmond. Um, it's Sponsored by. Sponsored by, exactly. <laughs> um, but no, she actually took care of a uh, Holy Roller baby, um, a Sweet Potatoes baby. Let me turn this shit up. Oh, you're fired. Um, aw. That's my 80. 80's great, too. 
Um, shout outs to 80. Shout out to 80. Um, but yeah, uh, where was we? Shaco Sessions. Yes. Shaco Sessions. Oh my God. That was fantastic. We sold it out. We packed 40 plus people into that little teeny tiny studio. Wow. I was elated. Yeah. To say the least. It was fantastic. You had, you had your brother there. Your mom was there. Yeah, my yeah. mom, my mom, and my brother were sitting in the front row. Um, my best friend from high school was there. Um, another really special friend had came out, and you know, it's again one of those moments where I just feel really blessed for all the people that are here to support me, because I love doing what I do. I don't want to do anything else, like at all. You know, I enjoy, I enjoy like my. I work in health professions outside of music, and I enjoy that. It's fulfilling. But it's not my dream. Yeah. You know, it's not my passion. It's my boss's passion. And I like to support her. And shout out to Aileen. Um, but she's, I mean, she's even so supportive of my art. And I think that's why she hired me in the first place. Because my art sort of informs how I work in the workplace. I use Canva a lot. I make flyers. I um, run a scholars program, you know. So people within that realm came to the Chaco sessions and were supporting me. That's cool. You know, so it's yeah, it's yeah. It's like when your worlds blend a little bit. Yeah, and everything works out in a good way. Yeah. It's not always good. Right. But I think that's why it's always like a little pleasant surprise. You're like, hey, yeah. everybody's getting like, along. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's really cool. The Aubrey Richards Boutique is a full pop-up shop and blog centered around and for women who are happily maturing. The items are either handmade, designed, or ethically sourced from themselves, other makers, or small companies. Aubrey Richards Boutique is here to uplift guests and build community within our community. Find out more at aubreyrichardsboutique.com. So you have... I mean, the 2023-2024 school year is coming up. Yeah. You've got, a, you've got a ticking clock as far as that goes. Yes, I do. I need to apply for my visa oh. by, like, April 1st. And I need $12,000 in an account. You have to have $1,000 for every month that you intend on living To apply Spain, for the visa. To apply for the visa. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Donate now. Um... <laughs> Okay. Put a little, put a little QR code in yeah, my yeah. GoFundMe. We're, 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 or gonna it, we're gonna hit it right there. there you go. Um, wow, that's dang. I mean, yeah. I guess I understand why a country was, you know, they're like, we, we, yeah. we you gotta be able to support yourself exactly. or go home, or whatever. Especially if you're studying, you know, you don't have time to work necessarily, yeah, so yeah. they don't want you to be in a situation where you have to go back home yeah. or where you literally can't go back home because you don't have the funds to do so. Because then they got to take care of you. Exactly. I feel you. Okay. Yeah. So you've got a summer. you got a summer. you got a summer and here. And a spring. That's okay, right. It is winter currently. Yeah. You have a spring and a summer in Richmond left. What do you want to do with it? Like, there, there's so many great open mics around. There's mm. so many, like, places you can perform. I mean, I know you have your, your fundraising show lined up, but, like, what are you gonna do before you leave? You you got only a limited amount of time. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at a residency currently. Um, I'm not gonna say where yet, because you know I gotta do the announcement thing. Um, but also collaborations. Like I really want to work with all of my favorite Richmond artists. Weekend Plans, DJ Harrison, Ty Sorrell. There's a long list. There's a very long list. 
because I know that it's going to be harder once I'm in school. You know, I'm going to be focusing on classes and it's a, the program's focus is in production. So I want to, I, I love producing. I love producing music, making beats, putting together projects, pulling together teams to get stuff done. You know, like it's great. So I really want to hone that skill a little bit more before I go. Um, looking at releasing another EP, doing a little extra something with the Shaco session stuff with um, Shaco Records. You know, so there's a lot, and I don't know how much is actually going to get done, but I'm going to try. I'm definitely gonna try. I like that. You got you got to you got to put it on the paper. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Like, hey, we're gonna try yeah, for we're this, gonna do this. This, 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 and by this date, and hope see, that it see happens. what you could do, right? Happens, yeah. <laughs> One step at a time. Exactly. Take it easy, right? Take it easy. Take it easy. Take it easy. Hey, cool boy. How are you so cool? Wow, that is like a very big compliment. Thank you so much. But the answer is quite simple, my darling cool girl. The answer is, like, I've just been reading the blog content from hereavier.com. Have you ever seen this? Well, let me just tell you, they have all the things. They have interviews with really good artists and interviews with, like, cultural cultivators. It's very cool. You learn about the city and stuff. And it's, like, super cool. Anyway, they also have blog content about, like, live events. There's, like, video recaps about things. So, like, if you weren't there, you could feel like you were there if you wanted to be there. Or, like, maybe you check it out and you're like, wow, the next time that happens, I'll go there for sure. But you didn't know until you saw the blog, you know? And then there's also things that are, like, tips for musicians. Like, hey, like, maybe you don't want to, um, you know, be a rapper and, like, rap over top of your own vocals that's corny and people don't like it and then there's also like really cool blog posts about just the cool culture of richmond which is like art and other art and also art mixing together it's like a very cool space but you find that all this information in the blog on yavia.com is it only for cool people that's the beauty of it uncool people can go there and then become cool awesome thanks cool boy um, with you being a local of Richmond, like, I guess I want to know, like, some insight for, like, places that people should go to listen to some music mm. or music and food. I like the combo. <laughs> well, music and food combo, I'm not entirely sure. Um, all of my favorite places don't really sell food. <laughs> um, Gallery 5 is, like, always go to Gallery 5 for music. That's my favorite place in the world. Um, I mean, and not just music. They've got burlesque shows. Um, they do, it's almost, I mean, merging into the opera world, they had a performance, um, Il Trovatore, which was cool. You know, so it's definitely go to Gallery 5. Um, but there's also Revelé. I had a brief residency there last fall um, before Ghost Quartet picked up. Great, great space. Um, it's got sort of a speakeasy vibe, you know, aside from their actual purpose, which is sort of, um, they call them experiences. Some would, someone would walk in and say, oh my God, it's an escape room, you know, but it's, it's, it's kind of different. Yeah. We went one time and, you know, you don't have to escape. We had to, we had to perform a task. Exactly. Yeah. As, as a crew. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and you have to like work together to complete said task. I don't want to give anything away. Yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> But, it's, um, it's an escape room. It's like an escape room in that where you don't tell secrets. Exactly. That's exactly. Right. <laughs> but it's um yeah, and I think that's why they call it experiences as opposed to like escape room because 
you know, you're learning, you know, you're gaining skills and working with people versus trying to get out of something. But it's a great space. It's a great energy. Where else? I'm trying to rack my brain. And there's so many other spaces, you know, and it's just not, it's not hitting me. There is a space in Fredericksburg. I'm going to shout it out. Curitiba Art Cafe. My friend Corey. My friends Corey and Megan. It was, I don't even remember what it was before, but they turned it into just an artist space, you know. Um, you know, they sell food. They sell alcohol and all the good things. But, you know, they also filmed these little sessions in a space upstairs. It's like wood paneling and stuff. Actually, one of the, one of my favorite pictures of my brother is him performing in that space. He's got a big old smile and everything, so, yeah. That's definitely a space that people should check out. Fredericksburg, though. Got to gotta take a hike up 95, you know? At least you don't have to go, Virginia. yeah, you don't yeah. have to go past Fredericksburg. That, yo, like, Fredericksburg is, like, the line of traffic. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. That's, that's, where, it, that's where it exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Uh, is there anything else that you wanted to touch on that we didn't? I don't know. My mug! I got oh, this yeah. mug from Target. Um, sponsored by Target. Sponsored by Target. And it just says, you got this. You know? Because I, you know, like many other artists and people just who are pursuing their dreams, you know, I deal with imposter syndrome. And it feels like I'm not supposed to be doing what I know I'm supposed to be doing, you know? Um, so I'm a little, you got this mug. I, I've been drinking out of it for almost three weeks. I wash it, of course. Um, Be clean, y'all. <laughs> it, with the, if you have the resources. If you don't have the resources, there's got to be somebody around who can help. Um, I don't know. We should put a link for resources for people who need resources. I'm down. Yeah, let's do that. Um, <laughs> resources we, for resources. Resources for resources. Um, there you go. Um that's actually interesting. I was talking to a castmate yesterday. Um, we were talking about COVID, and they were, you know, referring to people with COVID as not being clean. And it's like, let's let's not do that. Because, you know, clean and dirty, that sort of creates a rift between people. Not everybody has the resources to clean their bodies. Yeah. Um, also, you're just liable to get sick at some point. Like, exactly. Like, you can't help that. I mean, unless you're literally going around letting people cough in your mouth. But that's... I would not suggest don't that. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, oh, that's gross. I just got yeah, I don't, really bad chills. If you were going to cough in an orifice, it would be the ear, I think. Don't, even, like, yeah, don't no, even do that. Don't cough on me. If you're going to cough, cough in your elbow. Thank you. Um, but yeah, just a message to everybody. You got this. You got this. You got this. And take it easy. Take it easy. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to add to your mug collection. <gasps> there you go. Thank you. Should I open it now? Yeah, sure. Feel free. But we just want to say thank you for coming out and, and talking with us today and sharing your musical journey and what you got going on and everything. So we appreciate it. Um, this this line of notes does not work without artists that you know, want to come on and talk about it and are doing cool things in the Richmond community scene. So thank you, and we appreciate your time. Thank you. No problem. Thank you so much. This has been awesome. Thank you for spending part of your drive, workout, grocery shopping time, or wherever you're at listening to this podcast. If you're still listening, we would love for you to help us fund the next season. You can sign up for a membership and get early access and other perks at Buy Us a Coffee. 
That link's in the show notes. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, and all the other cool positive things for this episode. That's free to do and works miracles for podcast teams like us. Shout out to the season two crew. Floor and creative director, Ryan L. Moses. That's me. Host and producer, Elijah Hedrick. Director, Alex Bolton. Videographer, Melvin Lasseter. Editor, Ian Rampashad. Audio engineer, Clark Moeller. Graphics, Tyler Blankenship. Photography, Gordy Michael. Guest liaison, Max Ross. Gopher, Jai Hedrick. Intern, Shiloh Tillman. Special thanks to Tyler Shearsmith. Theme music by Ant the Symbol. Remember, listen local, make it global. Here are VA. We out.